Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that success in business is not something that we do on our own, we are recognizing the folks that have helped us to excel. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us today. My guest has an uncanny ability to learn new information after only seeing it once. Um, that comes in handy in business quite a bit, I am sure. Uh, he likes to play basketball every Tuesday at noon and a round of golf whenever he can fit it in. He says that play is important, and I would agree with that. Um, he is most proud of building a business that most said was impossible, and we'll get into that in a little bit here. It's my pleasure to welcome Chad to the show today. Hello, Chad. Hey, thanks for having me, Tim. Hey, well, let's start with uh, having you introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born and where you live, a little bit about your family and things like that. Sure, yeah. So uh, I'm a Texas native, uh, born there in 1987. So that puts me at a ripe old age of 35. I uh, lived there for 30 years, um, went to school, uh, grad school in Arkansas, where I met my wife, who was from Avon, Indiana. And long story short, we had our first boy in Texas. Uh, where we lived after school for about two years. Her mother stayed with us for 30 days after our first son was born. And the day she left, we were moving to in, back to Indy. So uh, been in Indy now for, uh, man, we just passed our six year mark. So it's flying by pretty quick. Uh, so beyond the first kid, he's six now. His brother, Carter, is four. So Keller's six, Carter's four. And we actually just had little baby Scotty Marie, and she is four months old yesterday. So growing family. Yeah, I appreciate it. The girl is different for sure. She's kind of, <laughs> I mean, a different way than the boys, but uh, it's good. So family's growing, family's doing great. And uh, I like it here in Indy. You know, the winters are a little long, but uh, <laughs> uh, it was a great place for a uh, great place for family. Great place to start a business. Honestly, it was easier to start a business here than it would have been in Texas. So all around good. So, Chad, is there a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us? And, you know, I thought about that and thought about that. And there's really not. They don't, they don't razz on me too hard. <laughs> I, wish, I wish there was a great story, but kind of, kind of status quo on that front. So tell us how the business came about. At what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business? Yeah, confidence didn't come till much later, honestly. I, uh, you know, I'm a physical therapist by trade. I graduated, went to work for uh, a clinic back in Texas. It was a great place to start, you know they allowed me to really kind of, uh, go my own way. You know, I, I thought different, I did things different right out of school. Um, and you know, they really didn't get in my way. So I was able to learn a lot. I was able to implement some stuff that I learned from school, but honestly kind of tinker with some of my own ideas, things that I wanted to be doing. So really it was a great place to start. It was an insurance-based clinic there in Texas, uh, which, you know, it grew into a more traditional role of like the high volume, uh, but it really allowed me to kind of get my get my feet wet in the field of physical therapy, but also get really rooted in the direction that I would go from there. Uh, when we moved to Indiana, I worked for uh, <clears throat> a larger uh, physical therapy company. You know, I think now there are a thousand clinics across the nation. Wow. And 
Yeah, so they're they're big, but you know most insurance based centers they function largely the same, and you're going to get a lot of volume. And so you know it was I think 2018 I was seeing three or four patients an hour. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot, and <clears throat> I started I started really wrestling with the gap between you know, what I thought I could be doing for patients and what was like actually possible with the time that I had. So I essentially went from 15 minutes of manual therapy with this patient to the next patient, to the next patient, to the next patient. And they were spending the rest of their time with the therapy aide who, you know, wasn't out of college yet. And I just had, a, I had a really hard time reconciling that in my mind. Hmm. And, and that's what really got me thinking about getting the heck out of there. And it was the right decision for me. Um, and I'm not saying that model is bad. Uh, it's obviously not bad because uh, a lot of people get what they go there for and it's profitable or they wouldn't still be in business. So something to be said about that. But the way I wanted to work with people, the, the types of things that I was into, it just wasn't possible there. Um, and so I started kind of getting my, my wheels turning about how I was going to transition out. And I actually took a part-time job uh, as a physical therapist for, uh, I was actually on site at a Coles distribution center mm. right here in my backyard. And uh, so that was 20 hours a week, which, which gave me 20 hours a week to kind of start growing my own business. Uh, two years later, uh, I got fired from uh, the Coles distribution center for a conflict of interest. And so lo and behold, I was full-time for myself, like it or not. And uh, that was probably the best thing that ever happened. I mean, launching me into full-time business for myself. Uh, I think we tripled our revenue that year uh, over, over the last year. So it was, it was a good thing that happened. But um, <clears throat> it was just kind of a unique sequence of events. You know, I, I had to get out of the, the high volume grind as quickly as possible. I got a big opportunity to go part-time and make decent money and help me get that off the ground. But it also gave me insight into a field of healthcare that I didn't know existed, which was on-site healthcare for employers. Uh, and, and that really has kind of uh, set my path in a different direction over the last couple of years. I'm sure we'll kind of get into that a little later, but uh, that's kind of, kind of how I landed where I am today and what has uh, kind of moved me in the direction that I'm going now. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about the company. How do you, what is different about you guys? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you walk into our clinic and it looks more like a gym than it does a clinic. Uh, you know, we, we end up attracting a lot of patients who have already tried and failed all the other things. So docs, meds, injections, chiropractors, other physical therapists, uh, some have failed surgery already and they're still looking for results and haven't gotten them yet. And that's really, that's really who we enjoy working with the most. Uh, we're very comprehensive. Um, we like we're we're full body all the time. If somebody comes in with shoulder pain, we treat everything. If somebody comes in with back pain, we treat everything. And what I've learned over the past four years is that everything is important when it comes to the human anatomy. Can't tell you how many times we've solved shoulder problems at the pelvis and shoulder problems at the ankle. You know, just the interconnectedness of the body is is maybe a little more profound than clinicians give it credit for, uh, but we're also not limited by insurance networks and kind of the red tape around what we can treat and when we can treat it and how we can treat it, which allows us to do that. Mm. And, uh, you know, when I first started the business, almost everybody I talked to, except for my dad was like, 
you can't do that. And that's, you know, we do physiotherapy for cash. We don't, we don't touch any insurance mm. network whatsoever. And, uh, you know, I talked to multiple surgeons. I was talking to like clinic, clinic managers that I was close with at the previous company I was at. And they're like, dude, you can't do it. People will not pay cash for that. When <laughs> and so that kind of, kind of just lit a fire under me even more just to be like, watch me. Okay. And, <laughs> you know, so now I'm, I'm two years in full time. You know, I, I make more on my own W2 salary than I would have ever made as a staff therapist anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And the business is growing and people keep coming in and, and we just exchange value beyond our price point. Right. And, and if I could sum up what we do in a, the shortest way, it is we sell people's desired outcome and provide value beyond our price point. And that's what, that's what allows us to do it is because people are, nobody wants physical therapy and everybody has pain. Those, those are, you can't sell pain relief and you can't sell physical therapy. And so our evaluation, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's really different. We don't even touch people until we go through, Hey, what do you think your problems are? What are your fears, your frustrations and challenges about those problems? And then what are the real problems? And, and so a, a false problem is pain in any body region. Uh, the real problem is my daughter's getting married four months from now and I can't walk her down the aisle. That's a real problem. Right. And when you, can, when you can get to that and create a solution for somebody for that, now it becomes real to them. Yeah. And they start comprehending and contemplating like, okay, if I don't do anything, what's the result going to be? Um, you know, and, and what's it going to look like if I get to this time point and I can't do this thing I'm expected to do. And so our job is to make it real and and kind of extract out what it is people really want. And then if like, you know, we we're getting commitments like, yeah, that sounds good. The price point is fine. Let's go. And we haven't even done a physical evaluation. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then if, we, if, if they say, man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, of course. It sounds like a lot of money. You don't even know what we're going to do yet. So can we go through that with you? Uh, yeah, of course. Let's do it. So, you know, our, our job is whether somebody works with us or not is to deliver just a massive amount of value mm. in the time we get to spend with them. Uh, and that really carries us forward more than anything. That's awesome. So what's the name of the company and where are you guys located? Uh, the company name is NRG Physiotherapy, uh, Energy Physio for short. We're in Plainfield, Indiana. Fantastic. Over here on the west side. Wonderful. So, Chad, um, tell us about a, a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you didn't think you could and the impact that they had on you. Yeah, you know, this almost always draws back to uh, my dad. Uh, I'm a... I'm a natural born dreamer, you know, big visions, big missions, big goals. Uh, those, you know, I try to weigh all my decisions against that, but dad is, is very similar in that way. You know, thinking about the possibilities and the opportunities, not the hurdles and the obstacles. Uh, and so he's always been the one to, to push, you know, he's, he's never been the naysayer. He's never been like, eh, you gotta be careful with that. You know, (laughs) he's been that kind of one constant, consistent force that I can always go to for advice and know that it's going to be solid. Uh, I can always uh, expect something positive out of the conversation. Uh, Not always something I want to hear, but something I need to hear, but it's never, you can't do it. And it's not going to work. It's how, how can you make it work? You know, 
how, how can I help you get there? And uh, by, by, by far the, the most supportive and encouraging in what I'm trying to do. He's experienced it himself. You know, he gets all banged up and I fix him real quick. <laughs> and so, you know, he believes in what I'm doing and uh, he, he's been a, just the positive force behind doing it in the first place, you know, really wrestling with, man, I, I could be doing so much more for people and I just can't hear, yeah. uh, you know, I'm waking up hating going to work. Um, <clears throat> trying to figure out how I can be sick for the day, so I don't have to go. you know, because on top of, you know, and this is, this is the struggle for therapists all over the nation is they, they got a job that they were kind of disillusioned with going into the deal. And now they're seeing a lot of volume. Mm-hmm. It's not as attractive as it once was. And then they have to take two or three hours worth of a patient documentation at home at the end of the day. It's like, man, and it, you know, so my first thoughts were, how can I get out? And then how can I blow up enough to take other people with me? You know, how can I <laughs> save people from that environment? And, uh, you know, when everybody else was saying no, dad said, just do it. Yeah, and, you know, awesome. I'll, I'll help you in any way I can. And What's uh, dad's you know, name? Yeah, Rick. Rick? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, Chad, we know that um, business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about a challenge that you've had. Uh, as you've been growing your business and, and uh, maybe a fellow business owner who helped you get through that. Yeah, uh, that's an easy one. So one of the best things I ever did, uh, similar similar to coaching, it was coaching in, in a large way, was a cash PT mastermind. Uh, so it wasn't just one business owner. It was, you know, 80 or 90 guys just like me, all on calls together each week, all in a room together twice a year. Uh, with some of the bigger leaders in the space, you know, there were three guys in the space, um, Jared Moon, Danny Matei, and Eve Gigi, and uh, I, I can't even pretend that I would be where I am today without having started with them, mm-hmm. you know, there, there was certainly I could have like tinkered with things on my own for a while and probably grown a bit, but they just provided uh, Great resources, great information, great education, great mentoring. And then we had other, you know, 90 other guys and gals who were in the same place I was, where we could bounce information back and forth, you know, off of each other, figure out messaging and marketing and how do we do this thing? And, how, you know, how do we sell people on, you know, physical therapy for cash? And, uh, you know, that was one of the best decisions I made early on. And I incorporated in 2018 of October, uh, I jumped into this mastermind January of 2019. Uh, dad actually was like, you need to do it. I'll pay for it. And so, yeah, so it, you know, it cost me, you know, 10 or 12 grand, which I mean, as a brand new business owner, I didn't have sitting around. Sure. And so dad came through in a big way for that. And that 10 grand has paid me over a million times at this point, you know, <laughs> sure. it was a great decision, but the environment of having people around you that can push you uh, both personally and professionally right. uh, in a, in kind of a single-minded direction is a, a really critical thing for me, especially. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, wow. What, a, what an impact that has had in a multiple way. So yeah, uh, just incredible that you have that support. I did, pay, I did pay it back by the way. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so Chad, what's your biggest learning as a business owner? Oh, commit first, figure the rest out later. Mm, tell us more. Uh, yeah. So there was a lot of, 
I've spent a lot of time wrapped up in how do I get this right before I get it out there. Yeah. I ended up wasting a lot of time, which is now my least favorite thing to do. Uh, and, and just knowing that if, if you commit to something, you will figure it out. Uh, it, it, it will help you draw in the resources you need to figure it out. It will help you think more creatively on how to get it done um, and really speed your results in a bigger way. Uh, perfectionism is just another word for procrastination. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. And, and, you know, nothing can be perfect. The world turns too fast for that. By the time you get something perfect, it's, it's, it's you're behind the eight ball again, you know? So that's probably been the biggest thing is, is, like really understanding what it is you want to do, where you want it to take you and commit to it. Mm. Uh, my, my three words are passion, purpose, persistence. If you, if you have those, you can accomplish whatever you want. And uh, you know, those have kind of been <clears throat> just what, what I kind of weigh my decisions against over and over again is, you know, what am I really doing here? Yeah. And are my decisions helping me get there? And I don't need to know the mechanics of how to get there. I just need to know I'm committed to the end result and the rest will come as I go. Yeah, I love that. There's so many of us, myself included, who can you know get stuck in the trying to figure out all the hows and, and what if that goes wrong. And, and all we really know for sure is that a bunch of things are going to go wrong. And I, a bunch of things are going to go right. And and if we just at least start, we've got to, you know, we're much further ahead than if we try to figure out all the what ifs ahead of time. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's been heavy on my mind a lot lately. Just like, just start yeah. because like in business now with physio, it's, it's nothing for me to just go do something. Right. I'll figure it out. But like, there's this other area of my life. I'm really passionate about uh, multifamily real estate. Mm. I know that's where I want my investments to be going. And I'm just sitting around, just start. You don't need 5,000 units right now. You need, sure. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, just get your foot in the door. Just get in the game to the smallest degree and go from there. And so there's just no, no shortage of opportunities to, to get started. Yeah. It really is the most difficult thing is just to start. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I often say to my clients, progress, not perfection. Right. And yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, just get the, get the ball rolling. So you start that momentum and right. Once the momentum starts, then you get, you get that snowball effect. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. We, we tell our patients all the time, like, Hey, look, you know, pain is a part of the human experience. It's going to come and go, but what we're looking for is a positive trend. Mm. Two, two steps forwards and one step back is still one step forwards. And if yes. you do that enough times, over long enough period of time, you're going to be a lot different than you are today. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I love that, it. The idea physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, business, you know, so applicable, you know. If I asked you, Chad, to pick three people in your business owner journey that you're most grateful for uh, being there as part of, you know, helping you to get to where you're at, who are those people and how they help you? Uh my wife, um, we clash in a lot of ways, uh, but I can't pretend that I wouldn't be here if it weren't for her. Uh, at the most basic level, she had a job that paid so well that it took a lot of stress out of me starting my own business, yeah. right? It, you know, if we, were, if we were strapped for cash financially on both sides, it would have seemed uh, really impossible, 
No, I, I can also see at the same time, it probably would have launched me, <laughs> launched me faster out of, obli- <laughs> out of obligation, but uh, it, it really was good. We've been really fortunate to, to have great jobs and, you know, financially be pretty stable. Uh, it was, and, and it was great. You know, I started my job at Kohl's. I was there for almost two years and uh, I had grown my business to a point where when they fired me, uh, you know, I think I made like six or eight thousand dollars that week you know I mean, it, was, it was a great week that wasn't like the norm but it was like <laughs> you know what it's just proof of concept that this can be done and uh but yeah you know jenna you know she's she struggled through it with me our mindsets are very different on on business and risk we're, we're polar opposites but at the end of the day she could see this is what i needed to do and now it's obvious it was the right decision but without her job being what it was man, it would have been so much more difficult to, to even start, you know, to get started. Uh, the next is dad. And you've already heard a lot about dad, just financially from an encouragement perspective, a dreaming perspective, you know, sitting around tinkering with the ideas of, of what if, and, you know, you know, the calculator is my favorite app on the phone. You know, (laughs) So much potential on the calculator. You know, what if we did this and multiplied it by that and got this one, you know, so it just it kind of adds an element of fun to the chaos and stress of business. Just having somebody there that can, you know, kind of give you advice. My dad was a business owner. He built custom homes for hmm. 35 years. And so he's been there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had some deeper conversations on like the things that he wishes he would have done, you know. And so it helps me kind of organize my thoughts around what am I doing? You know, and the big thing he said, he's, you know, was I wish I would have set goals Mm. you know he was the big cheese in the town we lived in he just had great word of mouth business uh he had a niche that he built houses in and uh, he did really well for himself i mean he he really did built a lot of homes (laughs) you know and uh but he really never set goals and so you know he looks back now and he realizes man i I probably could have you know 10x that if i would have set some goals maybe kind of focused in a in a direction And so I, w- I was kind of naturally inclined to be a goal setter, but he- hearing that gives me perspective on, you know, what am I going to be looking back thinking when I'm 63 or 64? Sure. Uh, I, you know, I don't think he has any regrets in not doing that to any degree that affects his life, but I don't want to get to 64 and have that. Yeah. So, There's just a lot of ways that, that he's factored into my success. And then uh, probably the most recent was, uh, uh, friend Josh Ross and uh he uh he he saw something in me that you know maybe somebody else wouldn't we we had the idea to build out um physiotherapy on a text platform that runs on conversational artificial intelligence so you know there, there are big problems in the world of healthcare he recognized that I had a big idea uh and he's helping me get there uh, financially as a business leader, a coach. Um, and, uh, this, it's got big legs under it. You know, we're trying to make physio affordable and accessible for all people. Uh, we've built a program that's scalable to the masses. Anybody with a cell phone can do it. It's going to save employers millions and millions of dollars on their annual healthcare spending in, in the zones of, uh, opiate spend, uh, all analgesic medications. So if it has to deal with pain medication, we can cut the cost way down. Mm. Uh, injections, 
uh, MRIs, which is about a $150 billion industry, uh, and most of them are unnecessary, and then unnecessary surgeries. You know? And part of this is that people aren't getting to the right provider early enough in the process, and they're getting shuffled through the most chaotic healthcare system that exists in the world today. <laughs> and a lot of people end up spending money they don't need to spend having uh, procedures that they don't need to have. Uh, and they're all doing it just to chase pain and pain is the wrong, like it's the wrong target. Mm. Like I said, it's part of the human experience. It's going to come and go. It's there to tell you when you need to make a change. Right. You need to find somebody who can help you understand what that change is and how to implement the strategies to help you make the changes. Sure. And so, you know, in the past, I, I almost by accident over the last four or five years, working on energy physio created custom not not custom nobody's a special snowflake like nobody needs custom until they've tried all the other stuff starting with custom is the wrong way to go we just noticed that like when people come in with a certain pain it's always associated with joint restrictions in other places hmm. so we created like programs and protocols that are comprehensive that deliver a root cause solution for any pain condition that somebody's probably going to have. Wow. And then beyond that, if they're not getting better, it triages them to telemedicine. And if they need it, it'll triage them to an in-person provider. So it's a stepwise approach to cost. It's super cheap to run, <laughs> to run it mind bogglingly cheap. And, <laughs> uh, and so it's new. We're working on some pilot studies right now to generate the data, but we've got a uh, big vision for this. We see that it's, it's going to reach people in a different way. And uh, Josh has been a big, big part of that. Fantastic. So, um, Chad, as you think about the next three to five years, uh, what are the biggest challenges that you're going to face in reaching your goals? And who are the types of people you're going to need to overcome those? Uh, man. So we've actually like, so that platform I told you about is Energy 360, which I actually think is going to springboard us into some changes at Energy Physio that are going to help us navigate the next three to five years in, in a better way than just the previous business model. So there's a couple of things that are going to happen. Uh, you know, insurance reimbursement for physical therapy is going down every year. It's, it's eventually going to flop. In-network centers are going to have to go out of network or go cash-based, in which case we're going to be light years ahead of them because... Uh, the biggest thing for cash-based physical therapy, it's not therapy, it's sales. And walk into any Athletico, ATI, team rehab, select physical therapy, U.S. physical therapy, and they do not know how to sell anything, right? Because what they're selling is, yes, we take your insurance. Mm. Um, you know, and so it's going gonna, it's gonna to create opportunities for us, uh, both uh, like in clinic and I think in the consulting world, helping those clinics navigate how to make that change is part of what I would like to do. Because uh, if they can make that change, they're going to provide better care for the people coming into their clinic. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we hope for. It'll also de-stress the system and give a higher quality life to the therapist providing the care. And uh, my great Dane's freaking out. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but um, Energy 360, though, I think is really going to springboard us into a more consistent virtual care. Uh, which is really where the planet's going. COVID launched us into that. Uh, it kind of broke down the barriers between healthcare and digital care in a big way. And some of the like 
bigger things happening in healthcare right now are in the digital and virtual space. Uh, so I really, over the next three to five years, see most of our business transitioning over to telemedicine on the tails of Energy 360. And we'll probably leave Energy Physio like it is uh, for word of mouth referrals only. I probably won't pursue too much growth there because we're gonna be growing in a different direction through some of our other companies that we've got. Very cool. So Chad, it sounds like you've been blessed with some incredible people in your life who have you know, helped you along the way in your journey. If they were all on the, the, the call here today, what would you wanna to say to them? Man, big thanks. <laughs> I mean, you're really right. You can't do it by yourself. Um, and something I've learned is, you know, that they mentioned, you know, you're the average of the five, your five friends or the five people you hang out with the most. And uh, most people, I think, do that by accident. Hmm. But I'm very protective of who I spend my time with because I know that. It doesn't mean I ignore people or push them away, uh, but it does mean I, I pull more out of time with certain individuals than I do somebody else. And so, you know, spending time with Josh, spending time with dad, uh, those, are, those are big builders for me. And I know that. I, my circle of friends is, it probably doesn't extend to five. You know, there's not five people that I hang out with on a regular basis, you know? The two I hang out with on the regular basis are my wife and my dad, to be honest. Um, and you know, the others are just, you know, kind of chance encounters, but I'm, I'm protective of who is in the inner circle and where I'm going to spend most of my time, because I know they're going to help me get where I want to go. And for the people that are in that circle, I couldn't do it. I couldn't have done it without them. I couldn't still be doing it without them. And I, I certainly couldn't be looking forwards in the way that I am today without those people being in that inner circle. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. I appreciate uh, your time on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. To everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to Self-Made is a Myth with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on social media. And to join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward, and I'll see you all next time. Take care. Thanks.